Well, it's Tom now for a look at the day's top business stories. With me for that is Brian Quinn from our business desk here at France 24. And he's starting with a look at the Chinese economy as the country prepares for its annual National People's Congress. Tell us more about that, Brian. Well, Sharon, this gathering of China's rubber stamp parliament, we must say, kicks off this weekend. It's the occasion for President Xi Jinping to officially cement his third term as president. It's also when the Communist Party typically unveils its economic policies and goals. This year, Beijing is expected to set its lowest growth target in decades. Analysts expect that figure to be set at 5.3% GDP growth for 2023. China is still struggling with a major slump in its crucial real estate market after a crackdown on excessive debt in the sector in 2021. A wave of defaults, including at the country's second largest developer, Evergrande, threatened to destabilize the country's entire economy. The government now currently overseeing a restructuring of Evergrande's more than $300 billion in debt. Now, on Friday, China's central bank said the crisis has eased, citing rises in bond sales by developers and bank loans to them. As the pandemic situation improves and virus control and prevention measures are adjusted, we are able to implement the updated policies and achieve better effects. In recent days, Market confidence is recovering, transaction activity in the real estate market has increased, and the financing environment, especially for high-quality enterprises, has improved significantly. I'm checking in on today's trading action now. Asian markets gained on Friday with Hong Kong up around nine-tenths of a percent after new survey data showed February growth in the Chinese services sector hitting its fastest rate in six months. Japan's services sector growing at its fastest pace in eight months, according to new figures out Friday. The Nikkei in Tokyo up just over eight percent and a half. Here in Europe, markets gaining at the open as well. After new data Thursday showed Eurozone inflation easing to 8.5% on February. Investors also taking some heart from comments by the U.S. Federal Reserve's Atlanta president advocating for continued rate hikes of just a quarter percent, despite some hotter-than-expected jobs and inflation data out of America this week. That opinion, though, contradicted by a separate official from America's central bank, suggesting that the jury is still out on slowing down rate hikes. Analysts say U.S. inflation policy will likely continue to drive uncertainty in the markets for months to come. I think right now the market is just continuing to grapple with this tug of war between, you know, where are we are in this economic cycle? And is the Fed perhaps relenting from, uh, you know, going to pivot here down the road? And perhaps that's what the, the market is hoping for. My sense is, you know, we've, we're a year into this aggressive uh, Fed rate hiking that uh, we haven't really seen how that's all played out. So we're going to continue to see this volatility for the time being. Now, high inflation, of course, is a major concern for economies worldwide, particularly in Latin America. Mexico's president now launching a plan to try to rein in runaway price rises in the region. Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador says he's coordinating with his counterparts in Brazil, Argentina, Cuba and Colombia to remove tariffs on food items in an effort to make them more affordable. Inflation in Mexico stood at just under 8% for the first half of February. Here's Lopez Obrador. We are going to carry out an anti-inflationary plan of mutual aid. 
to seek export and import exchanges of food and other goods with the purpose of facing together the high cost of living. And finally, for business, as we've been reporting on today, French President Emmanuel Macron is in Angola for the second of his four-stop tour of Central Africa. France is one of Angola's top foreign employers with a strong presence in the country's crucial energy sector. The CEO of French oil giant Total joining Macron on his trip. Leo McGuinn takes a closer look at the economic ties between France and the former Portuguese colony. Home to over 30 million people, Angola is now Africa's leading producer of oil, overtaking Nigeria in 2022. The country produces 1.2 million barrels a day, with the resource representing 40% of its GDP, but gas and oil making up 90% of its total exports. And while there are some Angolan companies such as Sonangol active in oil extraction in the country, the landscape is dominated by foreign firms such as Total Energies, who have a 41% market share. Present in the country since 1953, the French company employs over a thousand people in Angola, building oil platforms and renewable energy production infrastructures. During his first ever trip to the country, Emmanuel Macron is seeking to diversify the country's economy. France wants to help Angola in particular when it comes to food sovereignty. Luanda is currently heavily reliant on imports of basic foodstuffs. And despite significant water resources and a climate favourable to agriculture, the country uses only around one-fifth of its arable land. Angola is hoping to attract French investors to exploit this potential, a tricky task for a non-French-speaking country with a difficult business climate. So heavy on uh, the economic agenda there uh, for Macron's trip to Africa there in Angola today. During that four-nation tour, thank you so much for that, Brian. That's Brian Quinn from our business desk.